We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Alexander. McCollum staying with him. Spins, gets inside. Left-handed off the glass. Oh, what a sweet move. Giddy, tough spot. Back door. What a pass. What a play. And J-Dub picks the pocket of Trey Young. They'll take it himself. This is the dart you're listening to. I can kiss it. What is up and welcome to the Uncontested Podcast. Coming to you live Sunday, October 15th. We are brought to you by the Blue Wire Podcast Network. And we have the starting five. I'm your point guard, Jacob Niffin. I've got my shooting guard, J.D. Silva here. Fellows. Small forward, Taylor Peterson. I'll take that. Versatile wing. Power forward, Justin Peabody. Hello, everybody. And our small ball five, we got Nick Crane. It's a spot start. I like it. <laughs> this is like what <laughs> national media thought the Thunder would do. I, I love it. Yes. Williams. I hate I hate when I see, I just got to get this on my chest. I hate whenever I see a starting lineup graphic and it says, Lou Dort, forward. And I'm like, <laughs> not really. <laughs> not yeah. really. We don't have to have two guards, two Josh forwards, Giddy, and a power forward. This is true. It's like modern NBA. It's not that's 1998 right. anymore, my guys. We're positionless starting five. Yeah, that's right. We are brought to you by the Blue Wire Podcast Network. And gentlemen, we are in the middle of preseason. In a week, preseason will be done. We will be preparing for the start of the NBA regular season, which is going to be incredible. As we lead up to that, let me give you a little bit of information about what you can expect from the uncontested. You got us tonight. We will be back here Wednesday night for another pod hosted by J.D. Silva. That will come on the day after the Thunder take on the Milwaukee Bucks in Oklahoma City. So no post-game Tuesday. We'll talk about that Milwaukee game on Wednesday instead. We will have a post-game Thursday after the Thunder's final preseason game against the Dallas Mavericks up in Taylor's hometown of Tulsa, Oklahoma. And Nick's. Nick's, Nick's hometown of Tulsa. <laughs> well, Nick, you were technically yeah. born in Dallas, were you, you not? You blew it. I was. You're right. That's, that's God, knowing I was, your host I right there. Holy cow. Wow. I that was is born knowing in uh, your host. Bartlesville. I know my guys. 
<laughs> and then next Sunday, we are back again. You don't want to miss next Sunday's pod because it's the bets pod. Oh, Speaking of yeah. the bets pod. Can I miss that one? <laughs> I am getting fed up that we are a week away from bets pod. And there are people who have not paid off bets from 358 days ago. It's good math. That is good math. So get on your I'm shit, I'm not going boys. to check that math. I'm, I'm just assuming it's good math. I'm I'm having trouble pe- procuring a denim jacket. Just go shirtless. <laughs> oh, I'll that's allow it. so much worse. <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs> that's so much worse. Just let them like cut the sleeves off like a, an old flannel or something. Oh, there you go. You can wear go. a white. You can wear a white tee. That's fine. But you still got to wear the jorts and the cowboy boots. I don't have cowboy boots. God, you're making this so difficult. You told me I didn't have to wear boots. Okay. We'll, we'll take this offline. That'd yes. be really bad. Silva, the people are still waiting for the Poku pick. So, uh, yeah. Get to yeah. work. I will. What's the excuse this week, dude? I've heard a different thing well, every week. That, I know. I told you I'd Photoshop well, it for you. Well, last week was OU Texas. And, uh, you know, I honestly just forgot. It's a busy week. Waiting for you know. the Vikings to get to 500. Yeah. We're going to be waiting a while. Once the Vikings draft Caleb Williams, then three interception Caleb Williams. Yeah, we have a fun show for you tonight. We're going to start off talking a little preseason basketball. The Thunder played in Charlotte. Um, they played the second and third string guys. Uh, they did not play a spouse abuser, so that's good. Um, and then we are going to preview the NBA season a special way, a way that we have not done in the past. By playing a slogan game. We've got slogans for all 30 teams in the NBA. Should be a blast. So thank you guys for joining. Let's dive in, gentlemen. The OKC Thunder lose to the Charlotte Hornets today. 117 to 115. Uh, Theme of the game is getting a look at everybody. That's a very generous way of putting it. I mean, (laughs) they have a roster cut coming. Yes. In seven days. Like, by the time we are podcasting and doing the bets pod a week from tonight, there's going to be guys that are no longer on this team. Like, the, the cut is coming. They need to get a look at everybody. They want to get a, give everybody some burn. That is exactly what this game was designed for. The starting five, plus Isaiah Joe, plus Alexei Pokashevsky, all out tonight. So your starting five instead... Uh, the facilitator, Vasile Mitic. We had Kaysen Wallace for about eight minutes until he stubbed his left big toe for Thunder PR. I hate it when I stub my left big toe. Uh, the man who saved basketball, Aaron Wiggins, was your starting um, guard as well. And then you had Jang and Jay Will, who had a wonderful game, also starting. Uh, tons of guys off the bench played. You got Trey Mann, Davis Bertans. Um, Keontae Johnson, Lindy Waters, Jack White, and Jeremiah Robinson Earl. Uh, Trey Mann actually ends up playing the most minutes in this game with 30. So definitely an exploration game. Just want to know your guys' thoughts. I I know there's not a whole lot of takeaway from this one in particular, but do you feel like you're getting anywhere closer to feeling like who's not going to make the team? And some maybe some bigger thoughts on just preseason as a whole. I will give a compliment to where it's due, though it's not a compliment that changes any opinions. Um, I do not think Jack White will make this team. But I do think I have a 
real grasp and a belief that Jack White is a player that is as Josh Giddy and Mark Dagnalt and Sam Presti described that like does the little things and the dirty work that doesn't show up on the stat sheet that actually does impact winning. So I do not think he'll make the team. Um, I do think he will end up being an NBA player that at some point, I know he's already old, like he's a young guy that's got many, many years ahead of him, but I would not be shocked whether it's Oklahoma city or somewhere else to see Jack white be the 11th man on an NBA team at some point and makes a big play or has a big game in the regular season that actually makes a difference in something. I know that's very broad, but like he, he yeah. is a guy that does that. I agree. He, he played well. He made the most of his minutes to no, no fault of him. I think that, that I don't think he'll make this roster. Like he did everything with this opportunity he needed to do. And as is often the case, maybe another team was watching. You know, they they get a glimpse of that opportunity and get to see what he can do on that stage. I am a little intrigued by that, though, just because for the reasons you mentioned, Nick, uh, as well as, you know, when we were there uh, listening to him speak at Media Day, he was obviously very confident uh, in, in what he could bring to the team. He mentioned a lot of the things, a lot of the small things that he would do that contribute to winning. And those are kind of the things that we've seen in preseason that you kind of alluded, that both of you alluded, alluded to, Justin and Nick. But I don't, I, I don't know, like, we know Depot is going to be a cut. I don't mean to get into roster cuts specifically, but like I could potentially see Jack White getting a nod over uh, some of these other players we'll get into later. Well, 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 let me let me stop you there. You can't <laughs> say I could see him getting a nod without saying who who's going to get it over. Whom? I, I, I know, but we have you know, it later in the, the I don't who? give us a name. I don't care who J, I like you have JRE. Okay. I, I, I see Jack White being a little more productive and fitting within the flow of this offense and contributing defensively, just fitting the system. Don't disagree, better. but JRE's a cop out. <laughs> well, Give Depot's an automatic. Say the so other you one. Got, you got you one go. more. So, so, I'm asking you for the third. Oh, well, uh, Trey Man will be traded. Oh, okay. That's also a cop out that he's traded. But um, <laughs> okay, well, we, we can move on and talk that's, more that's later on. That's the name I think we're all kind of pointing to indirectly from, from so, this. So what have y'all's thoughts been on Trey Mann thus far then? I think he there was a reason he out. got 30 minutes tonight, and I'm not yeah. sure he made the most of them. And didn't start on a night when no starters played. His style of play, I think we were talking about this in the chat a little bit. His style of play just really sticks out. Like he, he is iso ball. It just feels so different than this system that it seems like everybody else has bought into that when he's out on the floor, it's Trey man has the ball, Trey man going to the bucket. It's Trey man time. It just feels such a stark contrast to everything else we've seen out of this team. Still a good player. Maybe they leave him in Charlotte. Maybe, maybe he doesn't fly home. Uh, I hear they might need some players. Justin, I think um, you're, you're hitting it. Like he might be more skilled than some guys on this roster, but I don't totally. know if he fits. And I think they're starting to inch closer and closer to prioritizing fit over just talent because there's no yeah. more um, Captain Hooks and uh, who Isaiah Roby's on Moses this roster. Brown. Moses can I, Browns. Can I call something out? And this is, let me preface, this is not me saying that Trey Mann is at this guy's level, nor will he ever be. But this is an example of 
franchise values and expectations and where you're at in your cycle. So Trey Mann tonight went seven of 16 for 18 points, eight boards and five assists. Other side of the court, LaMelo ball, seven of 16, same exact line from the floor, 16 points, which was less six rebounds, which was less six assists, which is one more. Not that Trey Mann is LaMelo ball or will ever be, but we'd probably look at this game and say Trey Mann got 30 minutes and didn't do much with it. Hornets people are probably podcasting right now. Like man, LaMelo ball, look at this guy. He's, he, yeah. he's healthy. He's so my, my point in saying that is, although we may not think Trey Mann did what he needed to with his minutes because his role on this team is not to be a primary creator. If you want to see him do other things, does not discount the talent because it's clearly there. Yeah, yep. for sure. It's almost like as he has developed as an individual, that has led them down a path that is just not what the Thunder are looking for. And that's maybe that's just him being it's just him being himself as a basketball player and yeah, getting yep. more talented. But in this case, he's getting talented and, 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 the, and he's getting more skilled in a lot of ways. Like yeah. wanting to have an opportunity to showcase what he can do. Like he's not going to get that opportunity in Oklahoma City. So like for all parties, it it just feels like another destination for Trey Mann makes the most sense. Yeah, I, I've talked about it multiple times on this show that I wonder what kind of conversations are going on between Trey's representatives and the Thunderfront office as far as you've got Kaysen, you've got Mitzich, you've got all these guards. Trey is going to be extension eligible at the end of this season, we want to be able to showcase more. Can you get us a deal somewhere else? Like that might be in the best interest of yeah. all parties. There's a lot of teams he could help. I think like I, I always think of, I always go to Boston. Like he, he could help off the bench there. I think be a fun spark plug. Agreed. And again, just like a, you, you all mentioned Charlotte, but just like a rebuilding team like that. Uh, not so much now with the wizards. Now that they have like Jordan Poole, for example, and still have Kyle Kuzma, but a rebuilding team like that, uh, a young up and coming team like that, they're still trying to establish an identity. I think would be perfect for Trey, uh, and that's not just completely like, to Nick's point. That's not just writing him off, but it seems like it, it's not fitting here right now. Even when the stars weren't playing tonight, I think that that was pretty evident. Yeah, definitely. I want to steer us back to this game a little bit. Um, Jay will eighteen points on seven of ten from the field, two of four from three. Hornets. People found out he shoots three-pointers tonight. Imagine that. Nine <laughs> rebounds, three assists, a block. Um, he just does everything. Like, the more I'm watching him, the more I think he's just going to be a fixture in this rotation. I know there's, like, a lot of conversation about who plays and who doesn't play and yep. who's the top ten. I think Jay Will is just going to play a lot of games this year. Agreed. Just always in the rotation, extremely malleable, can fit. It just – it. Extremely versatile. In, in he does a rotation. little bit of everything. He can. Yeah. He's. I mean, maybe not to us because we watch this team so closely, but I think to less intense fans and national people, like he is a really, really underrated passer. Like that dude can dime. Yeah. It's just the the bat cuts that he hits people on. Uh, gorgeous. Also. I thought Aaron Wiggins played a great game tonight. 16 points, 6 of 12 from the field, 2 of 4 from 3, uh, 4 rebounds, 2 assists. Maybe the best cutter on the team. 
Wiggins is kind of the highlight for me. And I just want to bring this up. I had Nick tweeted out something that I thought was extremely accurate. And I kind of quote tweeted and uh, piggybacked off of it. But he said, Aaron Wiggins remains one of the most underrated players in the NBA. I cannot agree more. And I keep thinking about this, guys. Like, I, I, to be completely honest, I really have thought about this prior to tonight's game. I've been thinking about it throughout the preseason. Like, I feel Wiggins is almost too good to keep off the floor. And obviously, we know the Thunder are going to rotate players in and out of the lineup all season and try to balance the development and maximizing lineups. But when it comes to winning games, I think Wiggins is going to be a very big part of that second unit and a big part of this team. And how do you balance you know, Wiggins with some of the development of the younger guys? It'll be really interesting to follow. Wiggins is... There's a lot of guys around the league that are really impactful role players that until they're on like a national stage where people watch them and get the hype, they don't get the credit they deserve. I think of guys like Bruce Brown. I think of guys like Jay Crowder. Now, now Jay Crowder is like a very well-known great role player, but like early in his career, he yeah. was in Dallas. Yeah. We're in number PJ, 99. Yeah. PJ he Tucker. was like a guy that you're trading for a second round pick. And then, you know, he, he starts doing it on the big stage. Um, he's that kind of guy. And I think that, He's, I mean, I don't think anybody on this pod would say he's a cut candidate at this point. Like he's really freaking good. He's so good. But I do think he is, I mean, Kenrich Williams, another example. Um, I think he's a guy that once the Thunder make the playoffs and I mean, he did the play in last year. He came in and like did great things in yeah. New Orleans. Um, he's going to be a guy, I think two years from now, no one's ever going to say he's a star, but he's going to be the guy that every contender is like, first round pick for Aaron Wiggins. Like that's, that's going to be that guy. He's awesome, man. Um, I also thought we didn't get much case in Wallace today. So not really much to talk about there. Two or three from the field, which is cool. Um, but only played eight minutes. Uh, Mietzich still kind of feeling his way out there. There were, he looked much better today than he did in Montreal. Still feeling it all out, but the passing chops translate. Like, totally. I don't need to see anymore. They translate. His manipulation and pace in the pick and roll is just filthy. Agreed. I, it, it makes me excited about where he can get once he understands the system, once he understands the, the pace of the mm -hmm. NBA, I would imagine, takes a little bit of adjustment and probably going to take another adjustment when regular season kicks in uh, versus preseason. But I think you can see a role for Mitic, which was one of my questions of like, where does he fit on this team? You know, before he came over, it was like, I'm not sure, you know, what, what opportunity he has to carve out. I think he's still going to be fighting for minutes, but I think that he's shown enough, like you said, with the, the IQ and the passing ability that he's going to find his way onto the floor, whether it's, you know, for, for stretches of games, whether it's in certain roles, whether it's in different opportunities or situations, there's going to be places where it makes a lot of sense to play Mitzich. Yeah, and I think the obvious uh, conversation is his adjustment offensively. Like the the three-point line is different in the NBA. Yep. The pace of play is different. The spacing is different. Um, it's a lot more transition than how There's a billion reasons why it's different offensively. But for those same reasons, I think it's going to take a... He, to be clear, he was not a great defender over in Europe, but because of the the way the game is different, where it is more isolation heavy and transition heavy and perimeter heavy, he's got to change the way he plays defense. And he's looked pretty bad defensively. I don't know if he'll ever get to even like a neutral defender, 
But that's that's my biggest question with him is we know he can pass. We know he can shoot the deep ball. We know he can be that that second unit facilitator. But can he like keep the defensive rating above league average? It's a good and question. Not just defensively either, but I, I even think about offensively. I just noticed a difference between the way he attacked offensively in the first half and the third quarter. Obviously, fourth quarter, we can kind of throw out. Um, the third quarter, I found him getting to his spots a little more, but his legs were pretty heavy, and a lot of his shots were short. But the thing that I liked the most, what I saw from him in the, in the third quarter, was he was able to more properly balance uh, some of the facilitating with with also just like some of the things we saw from MVP uh, over uh, you know overseas when he's able to actually score. So when he kind of finds his footing, gets more comfortable, you can see the potential there. But to all of your guys' point, it's going, to, it's going to take some time. Last guy I wanted to bring up, um, Davis Bertons. Taylor said this. Davis Bertons is going to play. The, dude, the dude's got a strap. I mean, <laughs> he catches at the top of the key, and I'm already standing up off the couch holding the three up. Like, <laughs> the dude has a freaking strap. Can you imagine what it's going to look like whenever he's spacing the... There's going to be... I foresee in the first 10 to 15 games, there's going to be a game where Dagnall adjusts the lineup at halftime and Bertans comes in for somebody and the Thunder are going to go on like a 12-0 run at a halftime and just blow the doors off of somebody in like two minutes because of like three big Bertans threes. That's just going to like shift a game and Paycom Center is going to be absolutely beside itself. Like... The dude just has the ability to to fill it up in a hurry. Flamethrower. A hero for gingers. <laughs> that too. Tall gingers. He's a... Uh, he knew. I mean, he has got an absolute strap. It's insane. I, I agree. Do, I do want to see a lineup of him and Joe. Like, it would just be so much nuts. fun. He always has had a strap. That hasn't changed. I'm, yeah, People it, just it forgot. Is, yeah. No, I don't think it's that. I think it is. Can you play defense at all? Yeah. At all to stay on the floor. We know like Mark. Fair. We we called out, we've called out a million times that Mark would pull Trey for not playing defense. I don't care if you score 15, if you're giving up 20, yeah. it's a negative. Um, that's been his problem. Since he signed that massive contract with the Wizards, um, even when he got traded to the Mavs, people thought it could be a renaissance and he'd never got a consistent role because he couldn't defend anybody. And so I'm excited to watch this guy just knock down threes because he's like Mike Muscala level shooter, but like more range, a little more. Like Mike was more of a, a spot-up guy. Bertans can come mm-hmm. off a screen, off of a He gets it off fast. Like he, he gets it off, off ball. He's, he's probably a more versatile shooter. I'd say Mike's a better defender. Mike was oh, not yeah. a good defender, yeah. but, it, but, but Bertans does not move. So Agreed. that like kind of like Michich, but like that's the reason that he hasn't played. I don't know if that can change. I don't know if Mark can scheme it to where he's like masked, but that's going to be the big thing with him. Before we move on one Bertans question for all of you guys, and we got to go fast because we got to get to the rest of the podcast. His contract is only partially guaranteed. If he plays seven, is it 70% next year? That's next year. Oh, I thought it was this year. I thought it's this year he's got to play more than 70 to get the guarantee. 
it's for next, next year because he's only got two more years left. Yeah, the the, the last year is the the uh, partial guarantee. Mm, gotcha. You can, I think you can only have partial guarantees in the final year of a deal. Yes, but I'm saying he's got to meet the seventy percent threshold this this season. season in order for that money to get guaranteed for next year, which is his final year. Maybe. Nick, okay, is look it up. The... Jacob, ask your question. Okay. Nick, yeah, look ahead. it up because I, I see what you're I think it's 70%. Yeah. Let's say we're going into game 82 of 82. And he's at like 68% of games played. And if he plays one more, he goes over the limit. But the Thunder need somebody out there spacing the floor in game 82 to get them, that's like the game that decides the four seed versus the five seed. Or the six seed versus the seven seed, guaranteed playoff versus play-in. Do you play him? Or do, do you just, like, if he's been on a heater and you know he could be the difference in this last game for seeding purposes, but if you play him, you guarantee the money. Do you play him anyways? No. No, I, I see what you're saying now. You're saying his his minutes or his games played are for this year, but it's for his contract next year. Correct. correct. Yeah. I got you. Okay, yes, you're correct. Um, I I don't think you play him. I don't either because his team is so deep. That is that is a lot of that is a lot. It's 11 million guaranteed for one game. If you think that, if you think Bertans is the difference in a yeah, single right. game, yeah, you, you have other got problems major problems or. Major. Maybe he's so that's, good the 11 mil's worth it. Well, that's what I was going to say is like, if that's an actual debate, that means Bertans is in that's the starting true. five and true. like logging right. 35 minutes a night <laughs> yeah. and hitting yeah. seven threes a game yeah. off 55% which, which, shooting. Which he then you flip kind him. of did the year before he got <laughs> right? his contract. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He did right, right before I, uh, with the Wizards. His, yeah. His, well, I'm going to pull this up on the fly here so you guys are going to bear with me. Um, his the year before he got his contract, like he was, it was like his post Spurs Wizards, the whole, the whole, uh, that's why he got signed to a super, not super deal. That was like an extremely contract. This dude dude (laughs) shot 43% on nine attempts a game. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) unreal. That is bonkers. You're you're guaranteed four threes from him per game. Yeah, yeah, that's absurd. All right, let's take our first break of the night. On the other side, we are going to start the slogans game to preview the 2023-2024 NBA season. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
you know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, <laughs> I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dom- Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. And we are back. Let's jump into some slogans. So JD came up with this idea. Super simple. We just listed out all 30 NBA teams and we came up with slogans. Most of us came up with slogans. I think some of us have like 23 or 24. So if we don't have all of them, it's okay. But we came up with slogans for all 30 teams in the league. So the way this is going to work, I'll introduce the first team. I do want to give credit really quickly to where I got this idea from. Uh, the Around the NFL podcast, which I've listened to forever. They do this once a year, and it's always a blast. So I figured it'd be fun for us to do this for the NBA. Shout out to NFL Pods. I listen to zero of them because I'm not an NFL guy. But uh, <laughs> good idea nonetheless. I'm going to introduce the team. Nick is going to give us a very quick rundown of what that team did last year and any major moves. And then we will get into the slogans. Gentlemen, are you ready? So ready. Yes. First team, Atlanta Hawks. The Atlanta Hawks. My Atlanta Hawks. I will I'll give that plug there. Oh. Yeah. Um they finished 41 and 41, so 500 last year. Um, a team that could have very easily made the playoffs, but did not. Um, I think their biggest move of the offseason was trading John Collins. Um, some people would say John Collins didn't do anything anyways. In the draft, they added Kobe Bufkin, who was very much rumored to be a Thunder guy. Thunder pass on him, take a much better player in Case and Wallace. So the Hawks, I mean, my opinion, kind of feel like the same-ish team, right? Yeah. Let's talk Hawks. Okay. The Atlanta Hawks. Maybe one day we'll get back to the conference finals. Yeah. I love that. Mine's in a similar vein. It is, uh, can I interest you in some Trey Young highlights? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I went with a uh, a song title. Uh, shout out the Steelers wheel. Stuck in the middle with you. Because oh. this Hawks team feels stuck in the middle of the Eastern Conference. That is the I'm not sure how they <laughs> break that barrier or, you know, it would completely tank out. A cautionary know. tale of what happens when you push the chips to early yes my slogan was common theme. uh f it let's run it back because <laughs> it feels like that's what they've done for like uh-huh. four years now f it, i'll do it again all Goofy right mean. next team boston <laughs> celtics celtics were really good like they have been for a long time they're like on the cusp of winning a damn championship it feels like um they went 57 and 25 last year in the regular season, one game back from winning the East in the regular season. 
Um, a lot of moves. Uh, I think the biggest was Mike Muscala being traded to the Wizards. Not really. Uh, Malcolm Brogdon is on the way out. He's in Portland for the time being. Gallinari goes to Washington. Um, again, Muscala's in Washington. Marcus Smart, that was a big trade. He's now in Memphis. Grant Williams is on the Mavs. Robert Williams traded to Portland. But in return, they get back Drew Holiday, Chris Stapps, Porzingis, and a bunch of other kind of filler guys. They draft Jordan Walsh in the draft, which I think is a fantastic pick. Feels like the 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 Boston Celtics got a lot better in the offseason. Did they get better than another East team? Maybe we'll talk about it in a little bit. What's your slogans for the Celtics? Mine is pretty obvious. Kind of something you alluded to, Nick. The time is now. Like you mentioned, Jay Brown, Supermax, traded for Porzingis, traded for Drew. Like all these national pundits clamoring for OKC to make a splash move now. I would redirect them to the Boston Celtics who uh, played it out with Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. And now they're making the moves. Now they're older and, and truly established. Um, the time is now for Boston. My slogan uh, is a podcast name. My actually, my favorite, one of my favorite non-sports podcast names, Smartless, which is a hilarious podcast. You should go check it out. But that is the story for me. What does Boston look like without Marcus Smart? He's been Boston Celtics basketball for so long. They're going to have to compensate for him not being there. And how does that change the dynamic? Love that. Uh, for me, I've got hoping all these other trades make people forget about the Jalen Brown contract. <laughs> also good. Uh, I just went, hey, biggest competition. Thanks for the boost. Getting yeah. Drew Holiday as, yeah. a, as a side move. Uh, massive, massive piece of Massive. Boston's offseason. Next team, the Brooklyn Nets. Nick, what do we got with the Nets? Big market Brooklyn, 45 and 37 last year. Um, most of their big moves came before the deadline. Is Ben Simmons back? I hope we've got some Ben Simmons slogans. Let me hear them. Don't have a Ben Simmons slogan, but I do have a Brooklyn 99 reference. Oh, thank you. Justin. Given that this is the Brooklyn Nets, um, there's an excellent scene uh, in which. The phrase, sometimes to win, you have to sacrifice your king. <laughs> yes. Which, in the case of chess, is not how you win. Um, that is, in fact, how you lose. And that is what Brooklyn has done repeatedly, repeatedly, and repeatedly throughout their short history is take their best players and ruin them and sell them and start over. And we are now in the start over phase for Brooklyn. I love, I love that one. one. Nick, I got you covered. My slogan for the Nets, Ben Simmons is back, baby. Oh, bold. Two, two I think he is. That's bold. Bold. Um, I just have... Oh, sorry, go ahead, Sola. Yeah, I've got... Uh, we're just happy to be here. Yeah, yeah, see, I... And I have uh, actually something different than all of you. This this is good. Mine is stargazing. Big market, mm. lots of assets. Looking yeah. for that. Next. I like that. That's good. That is good. I think they have... They have a fun team that's kind of put together of spare parts, but I think is going to be enjoyable to watch. I think Mikel Bridge is just dog. Dog. Next team, one that all of us are super excited to talk about, the Charlotte Hornets. Nick? Mm, I'm really nervous about this one. Don't get us kicked <laughs> off the network. No. <laughs> they went 27 and 55, and I'm not going to talk about any of their offseason antics. I think the slogans will give them away. Okay, uh, mine is 
hiding our broken morals behind decades of mediocrity. Jesus, that, it's right, right mine to the is, point. Uh, it is. Mine is prison breakout. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, mine is I want to speak to your manager sincerely, Charlotte fans. <laughs> I'm to establish a culture in Charlotte, and in all seriousness, it, it is time beyond time. I said bridges over troubled water. Oh, look well at done. you, Justin. What you did there. I got nothing screams toughness like having criminals on your team. What is this, an old 90s Trailblazers slogan? <laughs> it's the, the Jailblazers, but I can't come up with a good Hornets uh, that's uh, yep, yep. name for the Jailblazers. The Hornets have a pretty high over-under this year, I think. I don't know what it is off the top of my head. Do you guys think the Hornets are like actually going to make any sort of noise? No. In the East? I, I, had, I almost tweeted this earlier, but I didn't want to be a hater. How many East teams besides the Wizards do you actually like? Would you feel confident putting your own money will be better than the Hornets in the East? Yeah, zero. Exactly. Correct. There were, I tweeted it. There were like six or seven plays today that LaMelo Ball had offensively. Bruh. And I was just like, man, if 98% of the league does that, you get benched immediately. Like, you get whiplash because he comes down, he runs a spread pick and roll and fires an offhanded off the dribble dart pass to the other corner. It's like, how did he see that? And the next possession, he's standing there 30 feet from the hoop with 12 seconds on the shot clock and says, screw it. And just launches it. Or like you get, he'll be be on the wing. He'll be on the wing with the ball and pass it to the top of the key. It should be like a very generic chess pass. It is like this underhanded, like one hand. Like it's like, what, why, why? Yeah, it's wild. All right. That's why I, I don't know. Like, will he request a trade or is he cool? Just doing this. Uh, big ball of cool. I think he's cool in it. Big <laughs> Chicago brand. Bulls, Nick. The Chicago Bulls had an identical record as the Oklahoma City Thunder last year, which perceptions everything. The Thunder were like this glorified team that were two games under 500. The Bulls sucked because they couldn't get to 500. Um, kind of a quiet offseason. This team feels like they either need to like go all in or blow it up. One of the two, they lost Pat Bev, which doesn't seem like a big deal, but I mean, for a team that's not great, kind of is. Derek Jones is now with the Mavericks. They signed Javon Carter, Tory Craig, draft Julian Phillips. This team kind of feels like the same it was last year, guys. What do you think? And and the Lonzo injury looming over their heads. Yeah. Great point. Great point. For all the reasons above. That also they they re-signed uh, uh Vucevic. So like for all those reasons, I'm going with sinking ship. Uh, it is time if you are on the Chicago Bulls, if you're Zach Levine, if you can find a way to get to another team, although your trade value isn't probably what they would hope it would be if you're a Chicago Bulls fan, you got to jump off this ship because there is no direction for this team. I went with, hey, guys, remember Derrick Rose? Because <laughs> that was their peak. I mean, post-Michael Jordan, like what else? What else is Jimmy there? Buckets. Like, yeah, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Um, I've got... We've managed to build an entire roster of buy low guys. <laughs> Mine was, are we good? Are we bad? Should we blow it up? I don't know. <laughs> They're just going to there. A little existential crisis. <laughs> yeah. Next up, Cleveland Cavaliers. Cleveland. This is for you. Okay. The Cleveland Cavaliers actually were solid last year. Um, 
didn't do a whole lot in the playoffs, but they finished 51 and 31. Like 50 wins is incredible. It's great for a team that's mm-hmm. rising. I think Oklahoma City fans should like look at them as a, a template. Uh, added Amoni Bates, added Ty Jerome, added Niang, lost Lamar Stevens and Chetty Osman. Like Robin Lopez is gone again. Kind of feels like the same team. Yep. I'm so glad I get to go first on what is unequivocally, unequivocally my worst slogan. <laughs> it is. Prepare yourself. There's layers to this. It's Moblin time. <laughs> that is at, at once a Evan Mobley reference, a Morbius reference, yeah. which is a horrendous film, mm-hmm. which is also a reference to Power Rangers. Yeah. Um. All that to say, like Evan Mobley slogans is, like an onion. It's just super... keep peeling back layers and layers. <laughs> the unholy trifecta. Uh, <laughs> Mobley's due for a big year. The end. Next. Um. I've got. I've got. Uh. Ready to blame JB Bickerstaff when things go wrong. Ooh. Okay. I have. Did we push our chips in too soon? And all I'm saying is, keep an eye on Donnie Mitchell. There's a lot Ooh. of rumors out there. Yeah. I didn't the come East up. Have improved. He's a free agent next season. Maybe they should capitalize for it. It's too late. I didn't have one for the Cavs, but if you're the Cavs, you got to be thinking like, what the hell, Boston and Milwaukee? Yeah. Like we were right on the cusp. <laughs> so right. rough for the Cavs. It's tough. Yeah. I also think about like Evan Mobley going to a team like the Thunder Spurs. Et oh, stop. Oh, oh, stop. Uh, Fanfic. Detroit Pistons. The worst team in the NBA last season at 17 and 65, despite making moves you thought might get them in the postseason last year. Um, again, other team that didn't do a whole lot. They lost Eugenio Marui. They waived RJ Hampton. They added Joe Harris, who I forgot existed. Um, Asar Thompson in the draft is great. But again, it seems like a team that if they can stay healthy, will make a leap, just like we thought last year. But will they? I think it's me. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, it's a long one. Our roster so might said. not make sense to you, but our coach says the analytics show our roster is actually... Oh, oh, I'm hearing that our coach does not actually believe in analytics. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> it's a good a plot twist. That's great. I, I have just a simple one, believe it or not. Hot seat. Troy Weaver better pick a direction and establish mm. the identity of play. Because this team has a ton of talent to Nick's point, but little cohesion. I went with show me the Monty. Uh, not only did he <laughs> well get done. that money, but we need to see Monty be Monty and like coach these guys up to to maximize what you just said, Taylor. Like get get the most they can out of this talent to show that there's there's a future ahead. I've got Love a young promising guard and lots of bigs. Are we the Timberwolves? <laughs> you're a hater any chance to, to jab at Rudy Gobert God. you will do it the Indiana Pacers are up next oh, I saw Pacers. someone scheming there looking for he was sound. looking for the sounder I was looking for the sounder Pacers were just outside of the plane at 35 and 47 uh, traded away Chris Duarte um, added Obi Toppin which could be interesting although he's already kind of throwing a fit in preseason we didn't get the ball um, Bruce Brown Jr. is that guy we talked about earlier that kind of is a glue guy. Maybe they need that. Ben Shepard, one of the more underrated first-round picks. Jarris Walker, who is Jacob's guy. Should in- increase him by 20 wins. Yeah, Jacob, so I'm interested to hear your slogan. 
I don't have a slogan for Nina. I try to come up with one. Um, couldn't get one. Mm-hmm. I Walker. there also. Jarris Walker, dog. That's my headline. Walking <laughs> them to the playoffs. Oh, there you go. Oh. I like that one a lot. Anybody else? I, I don't have uh, one either. You don't have, okay. I'm, I'm very proud one. of mine. Oh. <clears throat> we want the D. Because God. this oh. team needs some defense. They could outscore anybody last year, but the other side of the ball was their struggle. If they want to compete this year, they need to step it up on the defensive end. And like in the offseason, they kind of and they kind of work towards that, exactly. right? With some of their signings and the, the draft picks. I like that. Uh I've got we still don't miss the bonus. Oh. That was a that good trade for both teams. Great. great trade for it both was. teams. Seriously. It was. <laughs> Tyrese Halliburton's so freaking good, dude. Yeah. Agreed. I love watching that guy play basketball. All right. Next team is the Miami Heat. Who? 44 and 38, but way better than that in the playoffs, per usual, because they got that dog in them, as Jacob would say. Uh, Kind of a crazy offseason. They lose Victor Oladipo to the Thunder. Boo-hoo. Uh, Max Struess, Gabe Vincent, both have fantastic playoff performances. They're gone. Um, they add Josh Richardson. They draft Jaime Jaquez. Thomas Bryant signs with them. He's a meme now. Uh, is Miami real? Are they fake? Let's hear some slogans. I went with uh, our favorite media day hero. Jimmy Butler inspired um, ball out boy because that boy is going to need to ball out yet again in order for this team to reach their potential. And he's Back, old. backboard confessional. <laughs> Another great one. And he's old. Yes. I just have Goonies never say die. And I know if you suffer that this Thunder team in the past, dare but- you, yeah. I know, I know, but this thun- the, the, sorry, true, this Thunder though. team. See, it's Abbott, this Miami team. <laughs> no matter, uh, even when the odds are stacked against them, they always seem to find a way in the playoffs. So, um, I don't know. I've, I've got. We're not mad. You are. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's similar. So I got heat culture is better than having Dame, anyways. <laughs> Solid. All right, our next team, the Milwaukee Bucks. Alluded to him earlier. Did the Celtics trigger something that's going to be way better than they thought they were going to build? So the Bucks already won the East last year in terms of regular season standings, 58 and 24. Wild offseason. They add Dame. They add Malik Beasley. They add Andre Jackson in the draft. Chris Livingston was a second-round guy that should have probably gone late first, early second, but Clutch Sports said, you don't draft our guy unless you're the team we want. Uh, they lose Wes Matthews, okay. Joe Ingles, okay. Uh, Dragic, okay. So they cut all the old guys. And they also lost Drew Holiday, which maybe good, maybe bad. We'll see. I think Dame's better. What do you guys think? Yeah. Um, I think, okay, here's my, here's my slogan. Um, forgive me for this. Freak time in Cream City. <laughs> Sold. I'm Thank sorry. You. Print the shirt. That That's that the... needs to be a sounder. <laughs> oh boy. Sold. No I further questions, Your Honor. Was not expecting <laughs> that. Have you not heard Next. the Freak Time nickname? I have. I have Thank indeed. You. Thank you. Whose nickname is that? Giannis Dame and Giannis. Dame. Dame Time and the Greek Freak. Oh, freak freak time. time. Freak Time in Cream City. In Cream City, which yeah, I'm in. 
Lord have mercy. I am in. Silva just had his Mona Lisa. Lord have mercy. I'm about to bust. (laughs) Nick said, Lord have mercy. So I I just had it's a supercharged world and we're just living in it. Um, But, you know, I I think Silva's wins. Silva wins. I think Silva's (laughs) wins. I do do have one. It has to be said with this uh, particular enunciation, but it's God damn. I love it. I just had yes, sir, Giannis. Your wishes are command. That's you good. go go on a quick media tour, take a stop on a podcast, get yourself a Damian Lillard. That's where I was going with mine. Yeah. <laughs> Next up, the New York Knicks. All right, the New York Knicks went forty-seven and thirty-five. Do you guys want to talk about what they did in the offseason or what they almost did? <laughs> just that seems to be a uh, are we a Knicks podcast or not? Uh, sing the Knicks let go of Obi top and they traded him to the Indiana Pacers and they signed Charlie Brown jr. Dante DiVincenzo. Nobody else worth even beautiful <laughs> long pause. Good grief. They didn't have a draft pick in their in their defense. So it's an off season where you lose one of your guys for a couple seconds and you kind of run it back, hoping that maybe cat comes around this year. What's happening. I don't have the best one. For the Knicks, but I have fake it till you make it. What I'm thinking of is like, look, Jalen Brunson, incredible player. Mm-hmm. Julius Randle, hit or miss, depending on the season. But ultimately, we all know what they're trying to do. They're trying to get uh, Mitchell. They're trying to get Embiid. That's the Knicks in a nutshell. Fake it till you make it, baby. I went, who wants to play 48 minutes? <laughs> it's accurate. Uh, this is a callback to the conspiracy theory pod. Puppet master James Dolan thinks this team might be a little too good. <laughs> I don't have a Knicks one. It's time to go on to the Orlando Magic. The Magic, the Magic. I, th- My opinion, this is a team that could take a big step this year. They were 34 and 48 last year. They lost Bull Bull, who some said were just as good as Wimby before they saw Wimby play a basketball game. That narrative is gone. <laughs> They did draft Anthony Bull Black. Bull is we have Wemby at home. <laughs> yeah, not not a good take. <laughs> Anthony Black and Jet Howard are now on the team. Joe Ingles brings some veteran presence if he can walk. Mac McClung, they got some dunkers now. Mm-hmm. Are they better? What's their slogan? What are we feeling about the Magic right now? My slogan for the Magic is also a killed T-shirt design that will forever live in the drafts when certain draft predictions went differently. The life of Paolo. This yes. team goes where Paolo good. goes, and I think I think he's going to have a big year. Love that. Really good. Um, I have, we have a ton of bigs like Detroit, except ours are good. <laughs> I just have stay on target <laughs> because I love what the Magic are doing. I have, we want to be the Thunder of the East. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why, strategy. Yeah, why I have stay on target. Good strategy. Next up, the Philadelphia 76ers. Oh, boy. Well, they were third in the East last year, 54 and 28. I don't know if that's indicative of what they do this year. Uh, unless they're building Magic City 2.0. <laughs> Will Philly be good this year? I don't know. Was that a poem? Was that no, Dr. Seuss? Well like a haiku? <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump in. I'm going to take the first one here. My 76ers slogan. This this offseason was fun, LMAO. Stealing the Joel Embiid tweet. It's really good. Uh, it's mine, beautiful. 
Mine is similar. It is, this is all someone else's fault. <laughs> I have a song title. Under Pressure. David Bowie, Queen. Under it's Pressure. Solid. Save your rap quotes for the next team, Taylor. Ooh. I oh, went yeah. with uh, a TV show. One of my favorite TV shows of the year. Severance. I haven't watched it. Banger. Severance is incredible. You should watch it, Nick. You'll you'll bang, love bang. it. I promise. Bang bang. I tried uh, to think of something like James Harden or uh, Daryl Morley rode the James Harden train all the way to hell, but I, I couldn't make it sound like highway to hell. Yeah, I love it. Two more Eastern. And they Conference got good teams. wings there. <laughs> Let's go to the Raptors. We, we've got the Raptors. The Raptors last season were forty-one and forty-one, made the play-in. A team that should have been better than they were. A lot of drama this offseason. Um, drafted Grady Dick. Didn't really lose anybody besides Fred Van Vliet, who is now a future Hall of Famer in Houston, according to their fan base. Um, so they lost to guard. Dennis Schroeder's coming to replace him. Are they good? Are they bad? What are we thinking? Give me a Drake line. <laughs> I... <laughs> This is where I should have came in hot with the Drake yes, line. I don't have one. I have a very boring. Uh, I might I might need some time on this one to find a good Drake line. But uh, come on, the one I originally came up with was forking the road because they got to pick a direction. Yeah. Now, uh, let if me we do don't a get a research. Drake line in this segment, I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> I did not do a Drake reference. I did, however, do a dinosaur reference, which is a uh, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, because not only is that Ooh. movie horrendous, but so is this team. I had, why are any of us even here? <laughs> I don't want to be around that's, anymore. That's where, I, that's where I was going. Uh, I had, oh no, where is it? I was looking at Drake lines and I, okay, here we are. <laughs> we aren't sure is if Instagram anyone here post? is happy. No. Yeah. We aren't sure if anyone here is happy. I also do have a Drake. I was just looking up worst Drake bars to see if I could find <laughs> something for this. And the first one I saw was, I'm not with the rah-rah. I am a dada. Oh. <laughs> That doesn't really apply to the Raptors. Daddy Silva. (laughs) Last team in the East, the Washington Wizards. Oh, boy. Well, the Washington Wizards were bad last year at 35 and 47. And boy, let me tell you, they got worse. Uh, They traded Brad Beal. (laughs) They traded Monte Morris. Uh, They lost Kendrick Nunn. They traded Kristaps Porzingis. They traded Isaiah Todd. And they got a lot of guys back. They drafted Koulibaly. They brought back Tyus Jones, Danilo Gallinari, Jordan Poole. They're tanking. Can we get some some tank lines here, boys? No tank references for me today, but uh, I have been reading Harry Potter with the kids, so you get a wizard nice. reference instead. This is what I was looking for. This is the one. they are the worst wizards since Peter Pettigrew. Yes, I facts. love it. I, yes. I also uh, dove down the nerd train here. Uh, we casted fireball on ourselves, <laughs> blew it up. Uh, mine is also uh, in a similar vein. Uh, I'm, I'm hypnotizing right now. Okay, so imagine that. Forget about the Johnny Davis pick. Forget about the Johnny Davis pick. <laughs> it's like the Jedi's using the mind trains. Yeah. I like it. I like it a lot. Don't mix I was your going... mythical lore, Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I did. I I, I googled uh, Harry Potter references. I googled Star Wars Jedi <laughs> mind tricks, and I couldn't go up with anything. I think you guys covered this one pretty well. Yeah. Before we move on, who's the greatest wizard of all time? 
not basketball player, like oh. actual like magical wizard. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jordan when he came back. Uh... <laughs> it's got to be Gandalf, oh, right? Yeah, Gandalf. It's probably yeah. it's probably Gandalf. Got to be Gandalf. Uh, if oh, we were going one. basketball player slash also magic user, I mean Gilbert Arenas kind of had a wand, but it was a gun. So <laughs> yeah. All right, we're gonna take a break. On the other side, we will do the Western Conference, um, and we'll we'll try to hit fast forward a little bit. I think on the Western Conference, we'll be right back. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we are back. It is time to hit the West and no better place to start than down in D town. Nick's favorite team. Take us to the Dallas Mavericks. The Dallas Mavericks missed the play in were six games below 500, but did, did make some decent moves in the off season. I think that's a team that we'd all agree was, is, is better than they were last year. Uh, added Seth Curry. Solid shooter. Rashawn Holmes, Derek Jones, drafted Derek Lively, added Omax and Grant Williams. Lost Frank, JaVale, Justin Holiday, Reggie Bullock, Bertans, Christian Wood. Okay, they're better. Are you buying them? you selling them? I think I can be able to tell by your slogans. Um, I've got... Is Grant Williams our third best player? Yeah. <laughs> So this is one of my better ones. Frozen envelopes, gambling referees, and the 2023 Dallas Mavericks. NBA Conspiracies, the documentary. That's good. That is good. I went, uh, for those who, who may not be familiar, there's a famous Austin, Texas slogan, keep Austin weird. So we're going with keep Dallas normal because that is what it's going to take for this team yeah. to succeed. They need to keep Kyrie on track and bought in and normal. Well, Justin, I, I go great piggybacking off of you. Cause I have, I'm sure having Kyrie in the same state as Alex Jones will work out great. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Next up is the Denver nuggets. The Denver nuggets won it all last year. It's all we got to say about last year. 
Uh, lost Bruce Brown. It's a big one. Thomas Bryant's gone. Jeff Green is gone. Jack White's gone. Uh, but per usual, they had a contributor in the draft and Julian Strother. Um, Jalen Pickett, who was their early second round pick, could also be really good. I mean, kind of running it back with the championship team, lost some fringe pieces, added some future friend pieces. Can we get some Serbian jokes here? <laughs> I don't have a Serbian joke, but I have a pretty, uh, another pretty good one here uh, of my very few good ones. I think they're going to need some championship level Pedialyte for that championship level hangover uh, because the West is tougher than ever and they lost depth and experience. But to Nick's point, maybe they gained it in some youth. So it really curious to see how that pans out. I went with a riff on the old UPS slogan. What can you do for Brown? Because they're going to have to figure out how to replace Bruce Brown's contributions on this team to be successful. It's a good one. Um, I have, we put a chip on the Lakers' shoulder just by existing. <laughs> I love it. I just Jesus. have to run it back. <laughs> just run it back. Next up, the Golden State Warriors. The 44 and 38 Warriors. The dynasty that could be turning down could be still a dynasty. Uh, they, made, they made some moves. They brought in CP3. They got rid of uh, Jordan Poole, lost Ty Jerome, added Trace Jackson Davis, Rudy Gay, Usman Garuba. They were prowling the Thunder, let me tell you. Pouncing. Is this is pouncing. Sorry. <laughs> One of those, one of those p words. Are, are 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 they legit? Oh God! Let's move to the slogans and hope no more p words are used. Uh, I went, <laughs> I went with the last, last, last dance question mark. That's good. That's really good. Uh, I have. We blew all of our good draft picks because we wanted to make it harder on ourselves. When your light here is ahead, you don't need the draft. <laughs> I have a really simple one. I can't quit you. <laughs> they oh, can, okay. We literally, literally got uh, reports before we jumped on this podcast about them signing Clay to a new extension. Mm-hmm. I don't have one for the Warriors. I think you guys covered it great. Good job, team. Next Thanks. up, everyone's favorite oh. franchise, the Houston Rockets. Do I need to give you a recap? Yes. Uh, the Houston Rockets. Drafted him in Thompson, added Dylan Brooks, added Fran Van Fleet, some veterans in the mix. Should be better, will be better. Can we still troll him, boys? My headline for this one, we're just out here trying to get 30 wins, man. <laughs> uh, is it me? Yeah, yes. sure. Uh, we are really fun and exciting now, but Tillman said Dylan Brooks needs 30 minutes a night. <laughs> Not wrong. I was thinking of something like NASA versus SpaceX. Like this is the the new. Innovative... I went that route. I went okay. that route. Go for it. I went with the second most unstable rockets in Texas. Yes. <laughs> yes. Beautiful. Beautiful. Um, I'm just ready for Tillman to start like signing guys and instead of paying them dollars, paying them like salt grass gift cards. I might accept that deal. Yeah. Next up. We have the Los Angeles Clippers. Oh, the Clippers. 44 and 38 last year. Not a ton of shakeup in the offseason. They lost Eric Gordon to the Suns. Um, they added KJ Martin. They added Josh Primo. Hope that's one of your slogans. 
I totally forgot about that until you just said something. <laughs> Same. Maybe we'll add James Harden. We'll see. We will see. Uh, and even then, I think my slogan still stands. I think the the random fish from uh, from SpongeBob. My leg. <laughs> <laughs> Solid. Solid. That's your best one, Taylor. That's, That's good. good. I went with uh, the last of Russ. Oh, what, what? Justin what was in his bag for this exercise, man. <laughs> um, it was hard for me to come up with one for the Clippers. It feels like we're just like beating a dead horse, but I did. We just want people to come to the new arena. <laughs> I have. This is the year we'll finally be healthy and reach our potential. That's been their Tough. slogan for the past four years. Tough. Let's stay out in Los Angeles and go with the Lakers next. 43 and 39 had a worse record last year, but I'd argue are a much better team. Uh, the Lakers per usual had some movement. They lost Mo Bamba to the Sixers, Malik Beasley to the Bucks, um, Dennis Schroeder to the Raptors. They added a couple guys in the draft and Max Lewis and Jalen hood, Shafino Jackson Hayes, uh, a common thunder target on this podcast is now playing. there as a backup big Cam Reddish, another common Thunder target, is playing there as a backup wing. Uh, Gabe Vincent and Christian Wood are coming over from the Heat and Mavericks, respectively. What are y'all saying about the Los Angeles Lakers? Another uh, pop culture pun for me, shocker. This one is Austin's Powers. Are they real? That's good. That's really good. Um, where is okay? Uh, does anyone besides Dave McMiniman think we're the best team in the West? <laughs> I had uh, once get... upon a time in Hollywood. Like, we'll see. Hopefully, it ends up better for them than uh, the movie. But no, no spoilers. Um, a lot of talent there. They seem deeper. We'll see what happens. I didn't have one for the Lakers. Ooh. Next up, the Memphis Grizzlies. The Memphis Grizzlies last season were second in the West at 51 and 31. This offseason, they lost Dylan Brooks and Tyus Jones, as well as Jean Morant for 50 games. Uh, they added Gigi Jackson, Derek Rose, Marcus Smart, and Taylor Peterson's buddy, Shaq Harrison. My guy. Wow. Actually, actually, text no big deal. I actually texted him, told him congratulations when that happened, you know, so. <laughs> and got left on red. <laughs> My Memphis Grizzlies. To me, thank you. My Memphis Grizzlies headline: God, I hope the state of Tennessee passes gun control laws. <laughs> God, <laughs> uh, I have. No one seems to care that much about our best player missing a quarter of the season. <laughs> I, I went I for Memphis. You guys killed it. How do you hey, miss no a Memphis did. one? I mean, come on. I did. Uh, don't shoot yourself in the foot. It felt like low-hanging fruit. <laughs> yep. Taylor, Taylor, gun to your head. What's your Memphis slogan? Don't say gun to your right head. There. Oh my god, that might be it. <laughs> no, no further comment. Uh, which is what John Morant may be saying in court someday. There it is. That's mine. Oh All right, the Minnesota Timberwolves. Oh boy, Jacob's favorite team. The Timberwolves went forty-two and just like 40. Joe, I'm locked and loaded right now. Good grief. They uh they didn't trade five first round picks for center this summer. Uh, but they did draft Jalen Clark. They did uh, sign Vite Krejci 
and they did draft Leonard Miller as well as signing Shake Milton. <laughs> uh, I mean, okay, first of all, shout out Nick and I's guy, Shake Milton, Owasso's very own. And, and all in all seriousness, uh, we're joking a lot on this segment of the podcast, but it's super cool to see Shake uh really kind of getting a a uh, opportunity in this preseason and playing well. However, my segment or sorry, my slogan here is none other than Silva. Play the sounder. As much as I hate Rudy Gobert. Thank you, sir. Beautiful. <laughs> I have, Clark what, my, have the same idea in the chat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well done. They know us well. Twin I have shitties. <laughs> <Good alpha game. laughs> uh, that's really good, too. Really good. I have by far my nerdiest one yet, which is saying something. Where was Gobert when the West fell? <laughs> That is beautiful. It probably won't be in Minnesota. This might be our best best segment idea. Mine's boring. I'm sorry. I I should have gone with a specific Rudy Gobert. I just went with, we're spending 66% of the cap on centers. That's good. Uh, I have, we think our core of two annoying dudes and Ant will make some noise this year. Love it. Next up, that was probably our best one. Incredible. (laughs) New Orleans Pelicans. The Pelicans, despite being a top three seed until Mr. Williamson got hurt, uh, finished 10th in the West at 42 and 40. Um, They lost Jackson Hayes and Josh Richardson. They added Jordan Hawkins in the draft, and that is about it. Really, they're banking on Zion being healthy. Getting back to that number three level spot. Give me some fat jokes. <laughs> well, I can do that. We we have a uh, I think you should leave reference. Which, by the way, if you're not following, I think you should league pass. Yeah, excellent, excellent account. This one is you have to figure out what Chunky does. <laughs> Thank you, Justin. Uh, Thank you. I I had. Can we just consider the regular se- the regular season? To be the 20 games that Zion actually plays? Damn. Uh, I have really trying to be on the same trajectory as OKC, but our best player does not love the grind. <laughs> hey, he, I, I'm seeing pics of hashtag skinny Zion. So. I feel like it happens every year. Adrian Gifford just buried him. In the, Maybe in that's the, mine. Hashtag skinny yeah. Zion. That'd be nice. Fat Julius Randle. Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, I've been thinking about doing a podcast segment where we have people come up with like crazy player comps and see if you guys can guess them. Like the fat Julius Randall, <laughs> and you'd have to guess Zion. I think that'd be a fun pod segment. That just takes Good. a lot of prep time. Like off-season pod, yeah, yeah. I like Next that. up, the Oklahoma City Thunder. Gah, no clue what they did last year, and no clue what they did in the offseason. No, but idea. I think you guys know, so I won't waste time explaining what they did, and we'll get straight to the <laughs> slogans, boys. Silva, you're up. Is it me? Okay, talk to me. Uh, so, for some context, last season we considered it gravy. Everything that everything good that happened with Chet being out, gravy season. This season, the slogan is, "We're all out of gravy." <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> okay, so good. I kind of I kind of went the opposite direction here. Mine is a very simple, very standard. Patience is a virtue. I thought he was going to go, we got the gravy. (laughs) There's gravy everywhere. Gravy train. (laughs) I went with uh, Welcome to Thunderdome. Nice. I've got Black Eye to Contender in two years. 
That's the national narrative for yeah. what it's worth. Longest yeah. rebuild ever. Uh, what I was listening to a podcast today with Tim Bontemps, who said he was shocked at the Thunder playing Chet at center, <laughs> and I was like, "What the Shocking. hell have you been following?" And then he he also so I was like, "This guy doesn't know what he's talking about." Then he said, starting next season, the Thunder will be considered a championship contender for the next five years. And I was like, this guy knows ball. That's actually so. the smartest guy of all. Yeah. <laughs> next up, the Phoenix Suns. A lot of movement. Um, a team that was definitely a contender last year, but did uh, did not live up to expectations. Um, have made some significant moves, kind of killed their depth, maybe added some more with the under eight and trade. Um, basically all that matters is their big three is KD, Brad Beal and Devin Booker. They got some other guys in the roster too, that may or may not matter depending on health. What's our son slogans. I'm giving a quick shout out to Kevin O'Connor, bright future sons. Uh, I'm going to future is now. Yeah, so was bright future mm-hmm. sons. Now the future is now. Mine uh, may not make a lot of sense, but it was the first thing that came to mind uh, for the Suns. You may, <laughs> I can't even say it out loud. The Joe Buck meme that's been on Twitter for forever. Welcome to the top of the 47th. Sun rises. Sun keeps getting bigger. Buck, yes. World engulfed by flames. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> that is the Suns this season. Uh, listening really to you describe that was even better than like pulling up the meme. That was awesome. Um, I have if seven very specific and unlikely things all happen, we're winning it all. <laughs> I have wait, we don't have the best big three in the league. Ooh, no sons and four references or mm. nothing like that. Okay, <laughs> that's old news. <laughs> old news, Nick's board, <laughs> trailblazers, wow, Nick. The Portland trailblazers sucked last year. And now they're worse on paper. I think they could be a team. I'll give you my two cents that similar to KC and the Chris Paul year traded their superstars, but had enough depth and return to actually be halfway decent and surprise some people. It wouldn't shock me if they won more than 33 games this year after winning 33 last year. Um, the big ticket items, you know, Dame's gone, added Scoot, Nurk is gone, added Aiton, Brogdon's on the team for now. Um, Chris Murray's there. Repair is there. I mean, they, they, they got some guys. Robert Williams is there off the bench. Like, what are our Portland Trailblazers slogans? Because I think there's a lot of potential here. Well, I tell you what, this is for all my uh, fella country boys out there in Oklahoma. Well, I'll tell you what. What? Boot scooting boogie. Or oh, scoot, like that. boot, yeah, boot scoot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it took me a second. I, I see like what it. you did there. You Shout saying the Marcus Cousins is coming back to the? That's NBA? right. Bring him back. I'm scoot. into that. I went with uh, Portlandia, another great show. The dream of the '90s is alive in Portland. <laughs> Beautiful. Really um, I have Joey Cronin one, Pat Riley zero. I went with, we're finally fun. Facts. <laughs> They're going to be Facts. a fun team to watch. I'm really excited. Next up, the Sacramento Kings. Light the beam. This team won 48 games last year. They're a lot of fun. Um, made some interesting moves in the offseason. They they got rid of Sean Holmes. 
Um, they added JaVale McGee. They drafted Colby Jones, traded for Chris, Chris Duarte. Um, assuming they can live up to the hype again, should be another team in the West making the playoffs. So let's hear it. I think they're running it back, and I think they're going to be better than the year before. So my slogan is ultra light beam. Oh, good. Shout out Kanye. Life Shout out, yeah. On Life of Pablo, the album you it is. earlier in this. It wow. is. Wow. We've come full, full circle, circle here yeah. on the Uncontested. <laughs> That's funny. I've got God. Please don't let him call us Kangs anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mine's dumb. I just have, y'all mind if we light the beam? <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> I don't have anything good for Sacramento. Next up, San Antonio Spurs. Oh, boy. A bad team that had young talent and an old-ass coach. They got the first-round pick, the number one overall pick, in fact. Um, They got this alien out of France, and you guys better have had some creativity for this one. (laughs) I was super creative. My slogan is Wemby. (laughs) Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is it me? I think it might be might be me. Sure. Um, I have we can't believe it either. So mine's it. also very boring. Uh it's all gravy. Because oh. it is literally it. all what? Taylor, Taylor's into the what? gravy. The gravy train. Another theme for this podcast. Uh, Love some good gravy. We're into the, the fall pod. season. Gosh. I went with uh, what was probably the best TikTok I've ever put on the pod account. That mother effer is not real. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. There it is. There is, is Nick's alien reference. He Thank is you. a freak. I, and also, she was I from, keep Dal- thinking the lady back was from to Dallas. Us being, being in Summer League, in Summer League, at Summer League. We weren't in it. We weren't participating. We were just witnessing. <laughs> and he came out, and we were. We had decent seats, and we all just sat there, and we were just like, what the hell? You've yeah, never seen anything absurd. like it. Humans aren't supposed to look like that. Absurd. He looks last, even better, I think, too, in preseason. Last, not least, maybe least, I don't know, the Utah Jazz. Unfortunately, this is uh, one of my other boring ones. God, oh, Taylor. Go ahead, go ahead Nick. Give us a, give us, you they, suck. They didn't do anything. <laughs> They I mean, a couple players, 37 and 45. They could have made the playoffs had they tried down the stretch. Uh, they did draft Taylor Hendricks and Bryce Sensabaugh in the first round, who could be really good players. Also traded for John Collins and signed Josh Christopher, a Thunder legend. Um, could this team finally be? Oh, Keontae George. Can't forget him. Uh, I think this team can make the playoffs or the play in this year. But Taylor says they're boring, and his <laughs> slogan is boring. So let's maybe go with him last. Someone else give your slogan first. <laughs> I, I played off the John Collins, the Baptist, wrong denomination. You got a, you got a Baptist in the middle of uh, the Mormon capital, wrong denomination. That's creative. I like it. Thank you. I, I, too, don't know what to make of the Utah Jazz. Are they going to rebuild? Are they going to try to keep their heads above water and make the playoffs? So I went with a quote from the Jazz great Louis Armstrong. If you have to ask what jazz is, you'll never know. That's incredible. <laughs> Taylor, <laughs> Justin has just been in his bag tonight. 100%. This is his segment. <laughs> this is this man's got like six kids and he's coming up with better slogans than all of us that who have incredible. no kids except for Taylor. <laughs> um, I have six power forwards in a trench coat. 
That's a great one too. And I'll next making me go last with like the yes. worst one. I just had time to swallow your pride. Uh, because I think they have a great young core, but they traded John Collins, Clarkson. Yeah, it's still Surprise, in the Taylor's slogans are like gravy. Break room cat posters. Yes. Yeah. It's all gravy. Time to swallow your pride. <laughs> I wanted to do the real a, friends a, are the ones we made along the way. I wanted to do a Walker Texas Ranger reference on this because of Walker Kessler, but all I could think of the episode of uh, Walker Texas Ranger with where Haley Joel Osment says, "It's okay." Walker told me I have AIDS, <laughs> <laughs> which if you haven't seen it, please go watch. It. Oh my gosh, Silva! <laughs> Let's play the music and get out of here. Gentlemen, wonderful job on the slogans. Nick co-hosting the slogans with me. Uh, chef's kiss. If you don't have plans, Friday, October 27th, come out to Bar K and hang out with us to watch the Thunder versus the Cleveland Cavaliers. If you do have plans on Friday, October 27th, cancel them and come out and watch the Thunder play the Cleveland Cavaliers with us at Bar K in Oklahoma City. It's going to be a blast. Humans get in free. Dogs have a $5 charge. Bring your dog. They can hang out all night. You don't even have to hang out with them. They have trained dog watchers that will be out there taking care of them. It's like doggy daycare. Drink specials, food, basketball, signed Thunder giveaways, uncontested stickers. It's going to be a blast. So mark your calendars for the second game of the regular season. Chet versus Evan Mobley. Shea versus Donovan Mitchell. It's going to be a blast. Thanks for tuning in to the Young Contested. We will be back Wednesday to do a season preview and talk a little bit about Thunder versus the Milwaukee Bucks in preseason action. You guys have a great beginning of your week. We'll chat soon. Until then, Thunder up. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.